good news. If you hear that yawn during the open each morning that we do for the AJ and McCall show at VFX and it makes you want to yawn, you're not a sociopath. Good. Just reading that this weekend. That Yay. They do not yawn when other people yawn because of lack of empathy. Yay. Well, I feel lack good of sociopath. Go ahead. Work it out. You got it. I can't. I can't. That's as far as I got. That's what I got. <laughs> Makes you feel better because not a sociopath, though admittedly may just be, you know, super tired because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, going into a new week, got to go back to the normal workday week schedule. Uh-huh. But I was thinking about this the other day. So every everybody has stayed up for just whatever reason. You've stayed up way too late. You've regretted it the next morning. Mm-hmm. Probably had that uh, situation where like, I'm not as young as I used to be. I can't do the same more. But then you don't learn. And you're like, I'll be fine. Yep. Just get through the day and it'll be it'll be fine. But what's the re- most ridiculous reason that you have stayed mm. up late? Because everybody's got to have one. I think when I was younger, it was just because I wanted to. But, you know, I feel like I'm everybody adult, has Mom, that. I can, do I can it. stay up late. Watch me. And then I just like zonked out at like four o'clock in the morning or something like that. But now it's like watching TV shows or movies. Looked, right? Holy cow. What was it? Yellowstone was one day. Um, we watched the Ford versus Ferrari movie. That was another day. Good movie. So good. I was, I was literally up until like two o'clock in the morning though, watching it, but it was so good. I couldn't stop. Um, I feel that because the most recent reason I sit up way too late is because Ashley's favorite show, which I think she's already through almost another season by good. now and a handful of days, is RuPaul's Drag Race. It's so good. And then she good. got me hooked on it last week and I was like, okay, why well, will watch And the next thing you know, it's like 1.30 because we finished the it's season. It's just so good. You can't stop watching it. You can't. You can't stop watching it because you're like, well, what's going to happen next? What drama is going to pop off which next? Is- you just never know. It's the most ridiculous that's because so th- that's where entertainment has gone has been time displacement. You can watch it on demand all the time. Yep. We, we're streaming that. Uh, I'm sure with your Ford versus Ferrari, you were had that somewhere on demand, whatever. Yep. So you had total control of it. So it's not like you're like, I got to finish this or I'm, I'm not going to catch it the next time it comes up on TV right. again or whatever. Right. No, you had complete control. You totally do. Going to come back, watch yep. it the exact same spot, whatever. Nope. Yep. Got to gotta finish it. Got to oh, finish it. so good though. Dumbest reason to stay up so you know, so late. So the other day we were gonna watch the Patriot, I think is what it's called. With Mel Gibson? N- no, with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Patriots Day, maybe oh, is that the one that, that it's one, called? Right. Yeah, uh, okay. About the Boston Marathon bombing. Not as good as the, the um, one I suggested. Oh, have you seen it? <laughs> no. Oh, I just don't think it's very good. It's got like ninety-seven percent ratings on like let's, everything let's see I just so anyway i was gonna watch it but it's like two and a half hours long and it was i don't know nine o'clock or something i told us and i was like we're too old we can't we can't start it yet <laughs> that's an we adult gotta watch, decision right we there. gotta watch something else because otherwise i'm not gonna get any sleep <laughs> oh entertainment i get it you gotta seek it out especially a pandemic yeah. total control of it but you're like uh you know i'm gonna watch it anyway i'm gonna yeah. do it, I'm gonna do it. Oh, okay <laughs> on that if you're uh Struggling to get going at the day. Maybe, just maybe you find a way to cut some minutes when it comes to getting up and going. In the age of pandemic, people found some areas to make some cuts, and it's kind of crazy. Okay. If you happen to find a reason to stay up too late, movies, entertainment, TV shows. Totally. Even though you have complete control of it, look, we've all been there. AJ McCall at VFX. Maybe the next day, and I think everybody has had that conversation with themselves, too. 
Okay, okay. Okay, I'm not going to do this tomorrow morning no. so I can sleep in 10, 15 minutes longer. Mm-hmm. And you you know, you get, you get your normal routine. Yep. And then you got your, this is my sleep in slightly longer routine. Hit snooze a few more times. Mm-hmm. Then go to work. Mm-hmm. That being said, nothing's beating the people working from home in the age of pandemic, McCall, which included us once upon a time, because they are rolling out of bed 10 minutes before work, going to work. Honestly, that's kind of impressive. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Because, like, even if you're Zooming, probably I'd take a shower at least once in a while. But really, I mean, unless you got to make like a, a, you're making sales or something. Though, as we discussed on Friday, more people transition a little bit more casual wear for their meetings and such. So. Yeah. But it just makes it, so 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Basically, me, roll up, splash some water on your face, maybe get some coffee, something to eat real quick. Doing the work thing, figuring out no Zoom calls at all. I don't even know what you're doing. You're probably just work, wake, waking up and yeah. maybe taking a couple paces to kind of get some blood flowing. And you're like, all right, let's do this. You know, if I were working from home again, well, <laughs> it takes me right now about 10 minutes to get ready in the morning. It That's took, crazy. To it me. took me longer this morning to get ready. I had to like take the garbage out and whatever. <laughs> but. You know, it does count because it t- usually it takes me 10 minutes up, make coffee, leave, and then I'm out the door. So this morning it took me a little bit longer, but like for me, I shower at night. So yes, call us a night shower. Sure am. I'm about sure half are. an hour. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, Dustin's like an hour when he... He'll get up. He'll he does his whole routine. Reads basically the news. I mean, it's like the paper, but you know, digital. And so he'll get his cereal. He'll go upstairs. He'll read read the newspaper slash computer screen, and then you know, shower, brush his teeth, all of that jazz. But I think I could do like ten minutes is my even still ten minutes is my all right. I'm gonna sleep in. Even then, I think I think my short day is my fifteen minute day. Even still, I cut it in half. Huh. Ten minutes is whew, that's something. I mean, that's I fast. love my short commute, but that's that's something. I think I think my long commute is what makes it possible for me to be able to just no, even, you know, external pressure gonna make you find ways to cut corners or cut time. Yeah. Either way, uh, AJ recalled VFX. Yeah, Friday's debate date was about a. Uh, Lady in a red dress, and just just how far the uh, control of the dress code goes when it comes to the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. We all like to look and laugh at those crazy threads that pop up every once in a while. Normally, it seems like on Reddit. Oh yeah, of the crazy bridezilla who freaks out about maybe a certain person's attire and goes crazy. And I think more often than not, we're like, okay, calm down. Like, right, not that bad. And there was that story a couple of years ago of that lady that was like, everybody must be matching and must be wearing like, oh, yeah, gonna be like I don't remember what it was. And like this, if Their you weigh this outfit, much, you got to wear this. Yep. Oh, and she broke it down based on weight and size. Bonkers. Yep. Well, we find another complaint via Reddit when it comes to wedding dress hire, though it's just an individual, which I would think is probably more common. Having not gotten married, I don't know for sure, but I would think people are picky enough that they dispute over what is wedding appropriate and what is not is probably fairly common. Yeah. 
The dress in question is, and McCall, help me fill in the blanks. It's a red dress. Yeah. I got that right. I know that. Yes, it is a red dress. So, oh, I hit the wrong button. So the red dress is, I think, beautiful. It is, people are saying possibly offensive um, because it's, it's, it's more of the sheer type of dress and this lovely little sheer type of dress. It, it's long. Very lacy. Yeah, but I think like the under material, like it has an under material to it, but it's like sheer on midriff and then it's covered and covered up top, covered on your legs. You can see the the link that kind of, there's a news story about on our Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. I think it's a bit much for a wedding. I don't. <laughs> it's very, no. Let's, let's uh, get a picture. Kayla, what, what do you think about this red dress? Yeah, that red dress is definitely a little scandalous, especially for a wedding. Like, I'm all for being confident in what you wear, but if it's at a wedding, you shouldn't try and wear something that draws eyes away from the bride because it's the bride's big day and the groom's big day as well. And I think that was the central argument for why this whole discussion right. started because everyone thought she was trying to slight the bride. Right. Lots of people are saying she's trying to slight the bride because I, I guess that uh, so this happened in England and I guess that it's like bad juju to wear like red basically. I did not know that. At someone else's wedding on their wedding day. But I think that this lady looks fantastic. I really do. She does. Um, I Bethany can't. said, if I could wear something like that, Date night, party, something, I would, it. I would but wear not it. to a wedding. I would wear it all the time. Depending on what the dress code is, because we don't have that. We don't have like a, oh, this is what the dress code is for the wedding. I mean. Because I think depending on the dress dress, co- dress code, it's appropriate. It's appropriate for a wedding. It's fine. I, I just, I think it's a bit over the top. Meh. Especially not in the bridal party, not the bride. I don't know. As Michelle said, of course it's not too much. It's not nearly enough, if you know what I mean. SI is a little over the top, especially nah. for a wedding. Nah. <laughs> and we decided that uh, really, bride and groom probably have a fair amount of say over the dress code, but most people probably wouldn't enact it more so than business casual, yeah. casual, black tie, whatever yeah. the stipulation is. Mm-hmm. And then McCall and I in the after show decided that themes were really not worth it because, man, that's just a whole whole other set of planning that nobody wants Mm. because you're already like after dealing with my brother's wedding i was like wow just every decision you have to make what color do you want the napkins what do you want in the center of the table what color do you want the tablecloth how many people are sitting at the tables who's sitting where i've never never understood that because it's like there's a ton of people that it's like oh yeah you got to Set up your seating chart for where everybody sits. And I feel like, you In know In my what? family's defense, there are people that really don't like each other. You know, and if that's the case, great. Don't freaking sit by them. <laughs> it's not really like your job to make sure that <gasps> they can get along with somebody else. No, that's Grow fair. Grow up uh, and figure out where you can sit. I'll take some of what she's saying right now. Like, I, I don't understand why you have to assign seating to people. It's like, if you want to be at my wedding, cool. Come to my wedding, sit wherever you want to, and if you don't like who you're sitting next to, freaking move. I'm telling you. Sit on the grass A ceremony and uh, uh, reception bouncer. Maybe some of the best money invested. May change the wedding game, I'm being honest. How many other families are kind of like my family? I had to handle them with kid gloves, which is a whole thing. 
I'm telling you, some money invested in a wedding bouncer, I think, would have gone a long way. I think there's a new profession out there after after COVID, obviously. What? Can't bring another stranger in in COVID, but after COVID, no. that'll revolutionize the game. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX, so let us get the three headlines, please. Okay, so we got headline number one, which involves a guy bringing drugs to a drug bust, only to get busted himself. I was going to make some comment about, well, good thing he did that. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a drug bust, but now. No, it was a drug bust before, and then it was like a drug bust, bust, bust. Double bust. Does that cancel out? Nope. Two busts don't make a right? Nope. There's story one. Story number two, some guy learning to drive crashes his car into a driver's license center. What the heck is with the irony this morning? Man, I don't know. And then we got story number three. Which involves a pizza shop owner stopping a robbery by throwing a pizza. Really? Yep. Well, you'd like to think at some point that dough tossing skill would come in handy more than just with a pizza. Well, yeah, you'd think so. Or did he like frisbee it? I did some, I did some uh, disc golf this weekend. Is that how we do it? Just got it and flick of the wrist. Yeah. I was half expecting to say pizza cutter. To be honest. Nope. Nope. AJ McCaw VFX. We're trying to. Well, we're just discussing our get-ready policies. And for you, Matt, what is it? I'm at half an hour. McCall's at 10 minutes. Oh, well, I like to keep it short. So I'm pretty 10 to 15 minutes. It really depends on the day, though. Some days I want to get ready and, like, just take more time. So it can be 30 minutes to an hour if I want. Yeah. See, it sounds like you guys are leaving yourselves options here. I'm just like, all right, this is the only – I have to fit in this half hour. If I don't fit in this half hour, we're done. Yeah. I like my sleep. (laughs) Me too. All right, we got three crazy stories here. Let's see if we can find the criminal from Florida, Matt. Let's do it. All righty, so we got story number one. Some guy went to jail after allegedly walking up to the scene of a drug bust while carrying methamphetamine in his pockets. <laughs> now, stupid. Uh, right? Yeah, big time. This is all according to the arrest report. He was arrested with charged, uh, charged with possession of illegal narcotics. Uh, I can't even imagine just like rolling up and being like, hey, look, there's cops over there. What should I do? Oh, you know what? I got drugs in my pocket. I should probably just make this easy on them. Yeah, it's logical. I mean, like if you hand yourselves over, they're going to like maybe let you go away for free. Yeah, right. (laughs) Thanks, man. Get out of jail free card or something. There you go. I just we were doing a drug bus. I found all these extra drugs and I thought we should just get rid of all the drugs at the same time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, play that card. Exactly. There's story one, story number two. Something's telling me this guy isn't uh, going to be getting his driver's license anytime soon because he was learning how to drive and crashed directly into the driver's license center. Oof. That's an oof. That well, is an oof. McCall, if you're in your car, it's social distancing because you only have to roll down the window briefly to get whatever you need. Yeah. Oh, oh that's a great point, AJ. He could just... <laughs> Trying to invent a new drive-through for the DLD. Exactly. There you go. I'll save you all the planning, and we'll just put it right here. I already started it. Just firm it up, and we're in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He was practicing in the parking lot, so if that helps at all, it wasn't like he was on the street and then he just skirt skirted. Well, who didn't? He was in the who, parking lot. Who didn't in their teenage years have their parents, you know, let him drive around the church parking lot a couple times? What the crap was he exactly. like? Trying to manifest his driver's license? Okay, if I go to the driver's <laughs> license division and then I drive my car in it, they're going to give me a, a I license. have a vehicle. What else do you want? 
So there's story two. And then we got story number three. Friday night, a pizza shop owner was closing up when a guy walked in and pulled out a machete. Well, oh I, my think, I don't know why people have like machetes Maybe he just was chilling in their pockets. Offering to slice up some za. No, he demanded cash. He was not he was not offering. Well, you gotta get paid for the work you do. Mm, no. You guys hiring? Look, I got my own slicing equipment right here. Now the owner fought back with the only weapon he had nearby, which was a pizza. He threw the pizza Ooh. at the robber. Believe it or not, it worked. For some reason, the guy's machete, the guy with the machete was scared off by the flying pizza and took off running, and now the cops are trying to track him that's, down. That's, that, that pizza place has to become famous now. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that robber is pathetic. You yes. have a machete. Like, I'm glad that the pizza place won. I'm not sure for the machete guy. But you, you got a giant knife in your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Okay, Matt. We got three crazy stories. You win. You get to pick, uh, pick your price. So which store are you feeling is from Florida? Man, I, I think Florida and drugs are like a match made in heaven. Yeah. So that I'm leaning towards story. See, I'm with you because I'm blind. Because three, nothing really bad happened. It's kind of dumb, but it's hilarious. Two, yeah. I actually had a friend that witnessed that this weekend, which I will get to. What? No, I I did. I got a story to tell you. But I'm with you. One is the dumbest of it because he's, he knew he was going to a bus. They're like, all right, so this is how we'd pat everyone. Wait, what's this? What are you carrying drugs for? Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's yeah. absolutely story number one. Okay, let's send it then, AJ. Yeah, let's send it, McCall, to you. It's story number one. It is. Congratulations, Boom. Matthew. Boom. We got an awesome prize for you. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Man, Matthew was locked in the whole time. He was ready. He had the one-liners. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Matthew. Winner of Florida, not on VFX. And I did not tell a lie. When it comes to someone driving into a building, it happened. Oh, boy. This weekend. Oh, boy. I got a story to share. I can't wait. You thought the stories were going to end with Florida Nod where someone was running into a building. No, no, no. Joke's on you. AJ McCall on VFX. This Saturday night, all the fellas were on playing video games except for one. My friend Jeff. Uh-oh. Nobody heard from him. Nobody heard from him. Everybody's like, well, you know, Jeff kind of has these bouts where he gets kind of busy and no one hears from him. So nobody thought of it, which is going on throughout the evening. All of a sudden, we get a Snapchat that says, hey, so have you guys ever been so mad you've driven through a building before? Um, no. No? Do tell, Jeff. Is there something, like, do we all need to start heading to bail you out of jail? Oh. No. I just saw it happen. Picture. His apartment building, someone drove into the lobby. Holy cow. And not only, he wasn't reporting because he heard something or somebody said something the next day. He was up above the lobby and saw it happen. That's crazy. Wow. Have I ever told you my story of um, people running into buildings? No. Okay, flashback. I was in, I don't know seventh grade maybe my mom took me out for lunch and we went to old grist mill that was in brigham city okay so if you've ever been in the old grist mill in brigham city the parking lot is a little bit like wonky so like they've got this curb the curb strip and then they've got like a building next to it so you can't drive through this parking lot to get over to this other parking lot right i don't remember what's in this other building on the other side of old grist mill in brigham city but there's a building over there. And my mom was telling me a story of somebody that ran into the building. And she's like, yeah, it was like really, it was really hard because obviously they have to like 
It's like a hill. It's like you have to like jump your car in order to get in there, right? She's like, she's like, so it was really difficult to run into the building. And my brain wasn't thinking car. So I saw like a man in my brain physically running into a building as fast as he could. And so I'm like, that's weird. Why would you run into a building? (laughs) So I had to ask my mom. I was like, how how did he think that was going to do damage? My mom's like, what? What do you mean? How did he? What? Do you, what? 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 And I was like, how fast can this man run? Like, and so then she was like, oh, my gosh, my kid is broken. What? The funny thing is uh, the former playing video games this weekend all went to the same college. Uh-huh. And since someone drove into Jeff's building, we started uh-huh. talking about we were in college because one summer was the summer of people driving into buildings on our college campus. Now, one wasn't that surprising. It was that there's a tiny lip and someone drove right into a bar oh, from a parking lot. Was nice. big, the one that was crazy, though, is someone managed to get perpendicular to the road and back in up some stairs into a subway. Oh, wow. That's I, to impressive. this day, still have no idea how they managed to do that because, like, the first one, all right, you put it in drive as opposed to reverse. Right. I guess I sort of get it. How you like went ninety degrees and backed into a subway? What kind of Tokyo drift stuff were you doing? And then you punched it in reverse real fast and just misjudged it. I guess. Kind of made you think though. You're like, eh, you know, as a pedestrian on campus, you know, where there's thousands of people walking, you're like, okay, I'm not actually gonna look at my phone when I cross the street no. the next time because people are hitting buildings here. Yes, they are. And I'm in the road when I cross the street. What? What? Nah. So, uh, yeah, apparently the new thing in pandemic is uh, to save time in construction while social distancing. drive throughs are manually going to be made by cars physically driving through. Mm, nice. Mm. You never knew. And now you know. Now you know. You're welcome. That's what we're here for. You know, it's Informing the masses. Because I think, I think going from driving into buildings to terrible parking might put it in a little bit different perspective than normal when we do park narcs. A little bit. But it's a new week, and that means two terrible parking spots go head-to-head. Let's face off. Meet the nominees and see who annoys you more. VFX's Parknogs. AJ McCall at VFX. Cleaning up the parking in the valley two spots at a time. And two very interesting uh, nominees for you this week to decide which annoys you most. Because McCall both sort of got the idea of the parking utensil that was involved yeah just not all not the way quite. there not quite they know that they mean something mm-hmm. just didn't get it totally right nominee number one the park sign goes this way i go this way Duh. they see the park sign so they decided to park facing the sign the problem is the road doesn't go that way it goes the other way so nope. your butt end is sticking way out into traffic they know signs are important. Yeah. Hadn't got it totally down yet. And it doesn't help that, of course, there's a car like 15, 20 feet ahead of it uh-huh. parked completely the right way. But no, no, that, that person's wrong. That person's totally wrong. And then nominee number two, perfect cones. My car is blue so I can park behind them. Again, the, the cones mean something. Mm-hmm. It's not to protect your car. Though, I got to be honest. 
Looking at this nominee just makes me think again when McCall went and bought parking cones. It's a possibility. And how powerful she said she felt. Maybe maybe this person owns the parking cones. Who knows? Who knows? We've already got a comment on here that says that one will never change because they know exactly where they work and exactly who they are. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. How, do you carry your parking cones around? Because with the, no. the, the passion well, and vitriol, which you park away from everyone in parking lots because you don't want to get door dinged, I feel like, this is definitely not McCall's car, let me clarify, no, but no, I feel like not. I could see you doing that where you just put some cones down to try and really make sure that no one gets close to your door. No. We carry parking cones around in Dustin's trailer when we're trying to run out rain gutter to make sure that nobody parks behind it when you got to run out a 50-foot stretch of rain gutter. Well, of course. Because, you know, pushing rain gutter through somebody's, like, windshield of their car isn't really, like, ideal. I don't think they'd appreciate it. So, that's fair. That's why we bought parking cones. I'm just saying, I feel like... So people don't get their cars After smashed. how jazzed you were about having them. Yeah, and after- it was the greatest thing rather than having to stand back there and be like, no, you can't park here, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Plus, I feel like you'll look at this nominee and then it's going to be up all week, right? You get a vote until oh, yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah. We'll figure out who wins, and the narker, not the parker, the narker gets the Apple Spice gift card. We figure you're going to look at it and be like, you know what? Dang it, this person's on to something. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Don't be surprised by Friday. McCall gets another set of parking cones, and she's just going everywhere and just setting them down. Like, just put them on people's ah, random sorry. people's uh, hoods of their car. Now that would just not be nice. You park like a ding-dong. Here you go. Have a hood <laughs> ornament. That's Don't one way park to go about it. This wasn't person. what I was thinking, but that's one way to go about it. Somebody give us parking cones so we can walk around and put them on people's cars and we, video it. You know, we really should have some with all the vehicles we have. The station, we should have some parking cones. Nah. Put that down on the budget for this year. Uh, now, yeah. the budget the budget there is, like, very small. We need parking cones. Has been majorly downgraded. Utah's VFX, all social media, vote for the parking spot that annoys you the most. All of the above. Friday, we'll find out who wins. They get an Apple Spice gift card. If you find some bad parking, do your duty. Safely take a picture, submit it to Utah's VFX, all social media, so we can clean up parking in the valley two spots at a time. Yeah. With Park Narks on VFX. All right, here's the deal, McCall. What? We love our significant others. So much. We cherish our significant others, and we want to spend time with our significant others. So much. They have their things. We have our things. Yeah. It's fine. It's healthy. Yeah. Occasionally, those things overlap, and sometimes you might be a little bit embarrassed about something they got you hooked on. Uh-huh. It happened to me. Oh, boy. AJ and McCall on VFX, and here's the deal. You're significant now that you love them, you want to spend time with them. They probably improved you in some way. Oh, yeah. And you're happy to share you and their hobbies, them and yours. And sometimes there's things that's just their thing. There's things that are just your thing, and that's good. I think it's healthy for a relationship. Of course. Of course it is. And that I think it's different interests. Yeah. You know, talking about the work-wife relationship McCall and I have. Makeup doesn't interest me. No. Not going to find me, you know, putting on some eyeshadow sometime. Okay. But the fact that freaking McCall gets me into YouTube and I actually know what the heck is going on. Yep. It's great. Frankly, I think has less to do with me being embarrassed that I know about it. More so the zombie effect that we've discovered McCall has on people. Yep. But I will tell you that at home with the home wife, I'm hooked. It's her fault. Slightly embarrassed. RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm in. Obsessed.
was up too late one night last week, getting all in on it, all in on it. I'm in on it. It's her. What it started is her thing. When I play video games with fellas, that she watches, and nothing. And then one night we decided to watch some while I was doing some work, and I'm in on it. And she just basically she's working on another season right now. I was playing video games with the fellas this weekend, and I'm kind of upset about it because I haven't been able to watch it. I'm hooked. It's so good. You want no further proof? Lifting the After Show podcast on Thursday, where I pitched I, not McCall, not eventually the both of us, but I started the pitch for why producer brothers need to watch the show. It's so good. I'm a little bit embarrassed. I'm not the only one, though. Ty, something, an ex or significant other, whoever, got you hooked on that maybe you're a little embarrassed about. Ugh. Watching pirated movies off the internet. <laughs> oh, that's not embarrassing. Everybody does that no, now. No, they don't. I have a whole hard drive that says otherwise. Are you kidding? That's illegal. It's embarrassing because I have been split up with this person for longer than we were together, but I still use their login information to look at movies and stuff. Oh. That, that might get yeah. That's pretty good, you though. Know, just, you gotta, that's why you keep it civil. Keep yeah. it civil so you still have access to that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm like, if you didn't want me watching this stuff, you would change your password, right? That's fair. No, that's fair. I agree with that completely. I think you're justified. Cool. Cool. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. (laughs) Therapy there for Ty. No, no. That's that's legit. I in college was dating a girl. We shared Netflix. We were living together. It was in her name. Uh Uh-huh. Then we moved out. Woo! I was off that Netflix account so fast. Yeah. I believe that. They want you gone. They want you gone. Yeah. Because no, nobody has a streaming account like that and is like, wait, I didn't watch any of this stuff. Mm-mm. They'll think real quick, who has wait my a password? Second. Oh, Ty has my password. Eh, I'm fine with it. Or, I hate that. I'm removing it right now. Yep. You're fine, Ty. Yeah. Speaking of uh, shows, actually, mm-hmm. that are watched. So, uh, I was thinking about this recently. Okay. Talking to my sisters and stuff and, and my friends. had just a whole conversation about shows this weekend. I, I'm I'm obsessed with RuPaul, so I've been talking about TV a whole lot. Right. But then I found out that uh, certain parent in my uh, family group still watches kids shows. What? Now me embarrassed after being hooked on a show RuPaul's Drag Race by my significant other. It's one thing. AJ McCall at VFX. Parents, though, I feel like once you have kids, the humility factor you get a much thicker skin. Because let's be we let's be honest, kids kids can be embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Not on purpose, mind you. Just going to happen. So I feel like the thicker skin ramps it up a little bit. Found out that uh, Ashley's dad, well, backtrack. Ashley and her sisters, one of their favorite movies as a kid was Cadet Kelly. Love that. So Ashley's dad has seen the movie, like, realistically, one million times. Right. What I found out is that he actually still really likes the movie. Now, I haven't seen it, so maybe it's just a great cinematic masterpiece. I don't know. And I don't think he's really embarrassed about that, but I was thinking about that. How many parents you think are hooked on show? Maybe there's a movie. The only reason they watched it because they're kids. Cartoon kids type movie like Cadet Kelly. And they still kind of maybe after kids grow up, they're like, hey, it's on. Yeah, well, I'll flip over. Because I'm absolutely, if I ever have kids, I'm totally going to be that parent. I still watch cartoons now. I love watching cartoons. I feel like your mom is definitely one of those people. There's got to be a show that <laughs> yeah. you or Mom's your sister like, or your brothers. Oliver, come over so I can watch Paw Patrol or something. <laughs> <laughs> see, I totally see that for your mom. I know, I, I, I'd be like kind of surprised if that Paw wasn't Patrol, the case with your mom. I don't know. Um, 
trying to think of like different shows. You know, I loved watching cartoons so much. Mm. Like I loved Kim Possible and Foster's Home for Imaginary oh, Friends. Oh, that theme song is one of the best theme songs that's ever existed um, for Kim Possible. Oh. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Anyway, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> this last week we went to Montana and we went we went camping, did all of that stuff. Mm. We were up there and uh, we were watching Atlantis, which is such a good movie. And as we were watching it, I told Dustin, I was like, man, I love this show. And Dustin was like, I've never seen it. And I was like, <gasps> what? You've never what? He's like, I've never seen it. I'm like baffled. But Dustin's buddy and his wife, they have a little girl. She's, I don't know, she'll be two coming up in the in the next couple of months and they're like yeah we watch we watch disney movies all the time and sometimes she's not even watching them and then we end up watching them and so like they they had moana on and i told dustin i was like i love moana and he's like i don't even know how you've seen this show because we don't have kids and i was like well we have tv and i have everybody loves everybody loves disney but I will still go and watch like movies. There's a couple of cartoons that I really want to go watch that I haven't seen that like okay. I think would You're be good the ones. Boat. Yeah. Yeah, I say but we're going we're going to be go, like I'd I'd go into a movie theater and watch a movie which is saying something cuz I don't like, you know, doing that. Okay. We're we're both I I feel like it's probably more common than I think. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. I I definitely see it for your mom. Mhm. I don't think maybe my dad. I don't think either of my parents do. I don't think there's anything I watch as a kid they're like well, it's on. And we're like, screw that. And go back to watch what I want to watch. Finally. Finally. On the subject of parents, very important people in everyone's life, right? Bold statement there. How political I get of that saying parents are important to kids' life. That's that's pretty bold of you. I thought so. Extremely bold. Obviously a big decision that two people have to decide to have a kid. Well, the decision has become uh let's call it expanded. Okay. In in interesting choices available, because I feel like the family dynamic is important, so what happens when you co-parent with a stranger? Ooh. Beezer Lock and Key debated eight with AJ and McCall on VFX, and going along the way, McCall of life, I feel like, not the set path for everyone, but in terms of getting to having kids, right? usually meet someone, love someone. Usually. Probably at some point marry someone, maybe, and then kids. Mm -hmm. Or adopt, or, you know, whatever. There's options, right? But that's usually the path. Yeah. And, you know, there's shows that have situations where women decide, you know what, no, I'm just going to have a kid on my own, be a single mom. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess now there's another option where you could have no idea about anyone going into the project whatsoever. That's... There's, there's Interesting. websites known as modamly.com and coparents.com that set up people with strangers to co-parent a kid. Interesting. It says people are focused on their careers and having kids, and that naturally leads to ticking on the biological clock. They are apps and web traffic have doubled since the pandemic has begun. So Ugh. would you co-parent a child with a complete stranger? No, I would not. Here's here's the problem. Psychologically speaking, I don't think it's a great idea for the child. Now, you may be able to 
co-parent just fine. However, you never know because, sure, situationally, on paper, it may look like a great idea between the two people, but you never know how hormones are going to play into things after you end up having a baby. You also don't know how somebody else is going to react. And I don't I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't. I think if you want to take it on yourself, go for it. I don't think bringing somebody into the situation that you don't know is really the best move. So, I, yes. Because what? Here's the thing. So, like, I'm, I'm on coparents.com right now, right? Uh-huh. And so there's, there's, it's also there's, it's the sperm donor site too. So they have like these personal people that are at like, right, right. What? But like the first one I come across is a lady that says looking for a tall, smart, caring man who's outgoing, artistic, motivational go getter. And it's like, so was everybody else? Okay, <laughs> very generic. Wow. Here's here's the thing that confuses me. So, what I feel like the benefit of co-parenting with a stranger is, is that you can adopt, basically, but not adopt full-time. Mm-hmm. Because if it's a stranger, obviously, you ain't moving in together. No. And that's the problem. Like, you guys are going to live where? How far apart are you guys going to be living? Ideally, it would be within the same city. However, what happens, yeah. what happens if you have a change in profession and you end up having the opportunity because in bigger cities, which I'm assuming this is more based towards. Seems fair. You know, fair guess. in bigger cities, say you get a promotion, you got to move to another big city across the country to be able to take this promotion. Because if you are career oriented and career driven and that's your whole point, you're going to up and bounce across the country and then you're going to end up having this child that you're going to have to figure out how to co-parent with somebody that you already don't have really emotional ties to. Right. It's just, this just sounds like a whole fang dangle that I don't want any part of. No, I agree. Because I'll defend online dating till the day I die. I think there's a lot of benefits. But I I completely agree because I think the downside of it is not that you would make that decision lightly. Right. I'm sure the vast majority do. Let's be honest, probably some of the don't. Vast majority do. The appeal of co-parenting with a stranger, in my opinion, uh-huh. is to parent mm-hmm. part-time, right? which already, to me, is an issue because, yep. as my dad told me, and I believe in a very simplistic belief, kid comes along, that's the plan. That's yep. the focus. That's the goal. That's where the attention goes. Yep. Obviously, you got to you know do the job and whatever, but like especially early on- kid but i feel like co-parenting with a stranger is like all right let's adopt a kid i'll take three days you take three days we'll rotate weekends you get this holiday either that or and i hope not some people are using it as like going the opposite way so i'm gonna have the kid to meet someone and like that's no it's a whole mess i don't like that idea and i don't like it at all at all at all twice they're they're Website and app use has doubled in the pandemic. It's crazy. Doubled. That's crazy. But just a happy situation gets kids adopted. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah. We're both, everyone's all for that. Yeah. I just, weird scenario I totally don't get. Yep. I understand it. Nope. So how about some positive parenting? Not to bash on co-parenting with a stranger, but how about some positive uh, parenting help? Okay. There is uh, one addition you can make to your house that apparently is very statistically proven to help your kid behave better. Who would be interested in that? Yeah. But what is it? I don't know. 
What one addition can you make that's supposed to make the kids better behaved? AJ and McCall on the debate today brought to you by Beezer Lock and Key on VFX. Now, Lindsay McCall said in this semester that she says, a belt on the wall. I tell you, growing up that way, a little bit of an incentive. Mm-hmm. Not the answer, though. Okay. Let Matt take a crack at this. Matt, what do you think? Jeez, I instantly think of like a playroom. Ooh. Ooh. Working out the energy. Yeah, I hung out with a friend uh, this weekend, and they, they appreciate the ability to run out the kids. So I think you're on to something, but do, no, it's actually a pet. Oh, that, that's for, sort of an addition. Yeah. Yeah. So a that's dog a uh, with a kid apparently helps the kid behave better. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, it teaches the kid a little bit of responsibility. Yes. Now, I promise you, I promise, I know you're thinking, okay, McCall's telling everyone to get a dog. I know, I know. I know. No, it's legit. According to a study done in Australia, of all places, Uh young children come from dog-owning households and regularly go on family dog walks, are found to be better behaved than their peers who grew up without a dog, specifically ages two through five. They have reduced likelihood of conduct and peer problems as well as increased pro-social behaviors such as sharing and cooperating. You got to share with your dog. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Which is ironic. Because I, I feel like you making the argument for share with your dog is usually the kids and the dog have teamed up to like break into the fridge or something and get some treats. And that's the sharing they're doing, which is great. But they also broke into the fridge, you know, to steal some treats. You got to share with your dog. <laughs> you share. Hearing is gearing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this makes me so happy. Like, you have no idea how happy this study makes me. Like, I've always said dogs help kids be better. Sounds like something you would say. I mean, you say a lot of things about dogs. So I say a lot of things fair all the time. If nobody remembers that, but yeah. let's let's just let benefit of the doubt. She probably did mm-hmm. say that. Dogs help kids be better. Responsibility. One of them, one of the things for sure, because uh, you know you got to feed them, you got to water them, you can clean up their poop in the backyard, clean up after them. Um, <laughs> I would think compassion and empathy because it's yeah, another living you love thing. That creature. There's, there's just, uh, there's a lot. Companionship, Dogs are cool. socialness. Dogs are cool, and they're the only I thing don't... in the whole entire world what? that loves you more than you love you. That I would second. The videos prove it. I mean, just go on any social media, dog videos. Dogs are the only thing that love you more than they love themselves. I, I yeah, I know. I'm, I know what you're thinking. Sounds like a stat, McCall. No, Corey's study. It's science from Australia. I mean, and uh, in all honesty, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a kid. I'm not going to sign up to co-parent with a stranger anytime nope. soon, as we found out for the debate today. Nope. But uh, you heard, you know, this could help your kid behave better. And let's be honest, it's a dog. Win-win, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dogs. So make sure you gotta you gotta be careful at that age too. <laughs> My littlest sister had to be taught how to hold the dog because they got a Chihuahua, so you know, tiny. And when she was like little, little, she picked it up by its head more more than once because she didn't know how to hold it right away. That's not that's that, not it, sis. That was a little terrifying. That's not it, sis. So, you know, teaching him how to hold dogs, one of my first lessons I think I would instill if you decide to go the route of... Oh, oh, here. Oh, oh, here. Pick it. Just scoop kids. it up. Yeah. Scoop it up this way, not by its head. Nope. Scoop it. Yep. Good. I hold the dog! <sighs> okay, the dog's okay. Everyone's okay. 
Like this, like a baby. It's a baby. Fine. Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I promise you, not another statistic about dogs that McCall has cooked up, but dogs, kids, better behavior, dogs in relationships, also kind of important. Mm-hmm. So here's the dealio. AJ and McCall at VFX. I know, McCall, when you and Dusty got together, you got Tiesel. You got a dog. Let's backtrack a little bit here. Let's say you had Tiesel beforehand. Okay. Tiesel didn't get along with Dustin, boyfriend X, whoever. How important would that have been to you? Yes. Priority number, like, high. Would it, if you potentially had liked them a fair amount before meeting the dog, decided the fate of the relationship? Yes. Dogs have a... Usually, it depends on the dog, but if we're talking Tiesel specifically, yes. Tiesel's got a Tiesel's got good a nose with, for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was, Better hope if you ever meet Tiesel, Tiesel likes you, everybody. There was a situation that had arisen once upon a time with Tiesel and somebody that uh, turned out to be kind of a trash human, kind of a actually, trash human. and she did not like this person. Now, Tiesel doesn't, Tiesel likes humans more than she likes other dogs, so it's like opposite from me, right? Like I like right. dogs more than I like humans you guys usually. Like the and the yang. Yeah, it's great. So I had some friends that came over and it was the husband of one of my friends and she did not like this guy at all. At all. At all. And like he would try and pet her and she like pinned her ears back, tucked her tail under everything. Like she was very cautious and like she would avoid this person. She was right next to me basically the entire eve- the evening, excuse me. But she was very cautious of them. Hmm. I don't know what happened. I know there were a couple of times jail was involved. Um it was not good. Tisa sounds like she got that one right. Yeah. Pretty 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 no and brainer. It was, it was before. It Tiso. was way before any of that had popped off. Tisa won, that guy zero. Yep. Fair. So, Catherine, let me ask you. Ending a relationship because a person doesn't uh, get along with your pet, crazy or not? I would hate dating someone who would be rude to my pet. Like, that's unacceptable. I would immediately leave them because it just shows that they're disrespectful and don't care about things that I also care about, especially animals. Like, I've had my cat for many years, so it would just be much easier to get rid of someone who I've not known for very long. <laughs> That's the only thing about it. Cat seniority, man. Seniority. Yep. 40% of people said absolutely. If the person significant did not get along with your pet, you're gone. Huh. I had a long distance relationship with a girl in college who ended a relationship before me because she had a dog she absolutely loved. And then when it came to the boyfriend coming around, dog wasn't a fan. Turns out, dog was right. Racial zip over. I'm telling you, there's they have little like instincts I wish humans had. I mean But we, if they did, I don't think that, you know, they'd be used correctly. Maybe we do have those kinds of instincts. <laughs> we just haven't quite tapped into them yet. We're avoiding them. So if you're keeping track at home, it's dogs too. Because <laughs> dogs around younger kids help kids grow up to behave better. Yep. Dogs, according to McCall and as we're hearing, and got a girlfriend that felt the same way in college. Can tell good people from bad people. Yep. So do we just go for the trifecta, the third time's a charm? Because I got to tell you what, McCall, there's a dog in Columbia you're going to absolutely love because <gasps> not only is he a dog and probably does all this other stuff, 
he got a job. Oh! I mean, we already expressed sympathy for our single friends because, you know, dating in the pandemic sounds like not fun. just a nightmare. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. So point three would just seal that everyone should, you know, go the dog ride, right? Right. Because Probably. we've already heard that dogs are on kids. Kids right. behave better. Right. Dogs have an innate instinct to pick out good and bad people. Right. And for one grocery store in Columbia, McCall, they got a special delivery person, or should I say doggo? <gasps> what? Because he delivers groceries to people in his town to protect them from the coronavirus. In their houses? Eros, an eight-year-old chocolate lab, carries baskets filled with items from the mini market to other houses. People love it when we send the dog. He's learned the certain house to go to on his own, and he won't leave their house until you get him a treat. Duh! Why is that even a question? Why is there no treat that's being given? Why He's is just he like tipping your delivery driver? Oh, okay, yeah, thanks for coming, dog. See ya. Absolutely not, sir. Feed that boy. <laughs> Tip him's your delivery good driver. boy. So now add to the point of reasons to get a dog. They can get a side hustle. Oh, yes. Rake in that dough. <laughs> no, I I love dogs. That's cool. No way. Sis, I think, would do an okay job as a delivery driver. Are you terrified delivery that any of them would barker, eat any of the things in the basket? Ooh. Because that, that kind of would be concerning. marks against. I think, sis... If there's milk in there, you're S-O-L. <laughs> Sis likes the milk. Sis has gotten to a point, story time. Sis has gotten to a point that, like, she will not eat her, I'm calling it cereal, dog her food. dog food right. until there's milk in it. <laughs> she saw dad well, do it, yeah, so say, say, do you why look, can't I get it? talking about how much you guys eat cereal in the house. It totally Freak. makes sense. She's like, excuse me. This you, needs that you white forgot gold. forgot something. Thank you. you. Forgot something. She's. That just makes me think of that she's video. She's psycho. I love her. Of that uh, mom who has the dog who won't eat unless the food's been put in the microwave. So she has to. Yeah. She just puts put it, it in for like three seconds, and the out. dog scarfs it all up. Sis, sis is that way. Sis is that way. Like this morning, I had to feed them before I left, which it was early to feed them, so I wasn't expecting them to eat. And sis is like, "I'm not eating that. I'm not gonna have it." It's like, oh, oh, really? I got the trick up my sleeve. Bam! Milk glass. Little shot glass of milk. And then she licks her chops and she jumps up there and she puts her face in the bowl and she looks at me. I grab it and I bring it over and I say, you want this? And she licks her chops again. So I pour a little bit in there. She licks her chops. She looks back at the glass like, mom, there's more in there. Why is it not in here? And I dump the rest in there and she's like, thank you. And then she ate her food. I don't understand. I don't. Spoiled spoiled dogs. Spoiled dogs. So if she were to deliver food and find out that there was that white gold inside of that basket, mm-mm, be game over. And with a story like that, point number four, you're going to have adorable stories of doggos while you're oh, at it. So cute. You can read about Eros, the delivery doggo, on our oh. Twitter. Utah's VFX. You see a video of him doing work, delivering the food oh. for the low, dogs. low cost of a few dog treats. <laughs> I love them. Like, we don't deserve dogs, y'all. I want everyone to know everything told this hour about dogs was all legit. The studies, all of it, facts. Get one. AJ McCall at VFX. All these valid points for why people should get a dog. AJ McCall at VFX. And I think there's just one big concern in the way, McCall. What? Upkeep. Cost. 
How do you manage that? AJ McLeod VFX. You just do. Well, How do you manage kids? <laughs> Hello? They're okay. more expensive there's, than dogs. There's no need to get Last defensive, McCall. There's no need to get defensive. Look, I just felt like I had to be on the defense for this one. No. Okay. All I'm going to say is hopefully no one is there because it's Wednesday, but dare I say tax return? Oh. You know? Doesn't everybody want yeah. you to adult? You know, pay off some things, obviously, but look forward to that return and hope for I know, McCall, not you. You're yeah. excluded from this Thanks. conversation. I just paid mine, and you, I feel like I'm going to die now. You can leave the room that's for this great. part. That's great. It's cool. Do I can know, buy gas tomorrow, and that's it. Love it. Do you know anyone that hasn't filed their taxes still? Uh, I don't. I literally just paid mine yesterday. I got them all filed and sent off. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> Because I don't know either, and we put up a post on our social media over the weekend just to see if there anybody was, see if it tells their story. So hopefully that wasn't a brutal reminder no. for anybody. That was Surprise, like, guys. Crap. It's on Wednesday. Because that's the thing, like. Because I'm going to be honest with how it was extended. If I, like right now, hadn't done mine, I wouldn't I wouldn't talk about it. No, no, yeah, totally. I got mine months well, ago. Well, here's the ago. thing. <laughs> if you're going to be getting money, you, you want that money, you want it now. Lots of the times when it comes to... J.G. Uh, Wentworth told me that. Yeah. Lots of the times when it comes to getting getting your money, you want it right then. When it comes to paying money, on the other hand, that's where it comes in where you're like, okay, I feel like I've been stabbed. Thank you. on that one. Ugh. <laughs> Gouged out my insides because my heart hurts because all my money's then, gone. Dare I suggest, you know, tax return, maybe if a second stimulus comes... I don't want another one. Dog I money. I don't want another one. <laughs> My God. I don't. <laughs> it's already hurting me for next year. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm broken. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You'll be okay. No. What if it meant that a second stimulus meant a whole bunch of dogs got adopted? You know, Because we made that's just such great, great points that's, this hour. You know, that's awesome. Save dogs. <laughs> I have to pay more. You adopt a fourth dog. You adopt a fourth dog. I can't. Okay, how about we go to a much more... Can we go to a safer spot, please? I, I was going to say realistic, but... I'm uncomfortable. A more fun topic than Thank before you. McCall just really just spirals even more. I just throw myself on the ground and cry. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time this year. Chance for one big interview. Woo! Who do you pick? All right, nobody mentioned the T word around McCall anymore. No T word, no S word. Stimulus. AJ McCall. No. I don't want to talk about it. No, we're we're talking about, I can't think of an S word that ties into interviewing someone. Oh. Speaking? Yeah, nailed it. That is such a difficult word. Conversation, communication. I don't know. You know, the things we do every day on the radio. I like how we I get said, paid for. I like how I said an S word, your first two gold, and then you switch to C words yeah. and your uh, communication. <laughs> like, did, did, I has forgot it had a silent S at the beginning, like pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Okay, here's the. It does. <laughs> communication. Here's. She can't so afford also a got a random dog. F inside, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> English is hard. I don't know. Uh, here is, is the scenario for you since you can't uh, have a fourth dog. Right. You can interview any celebrity you want. 
for an hour. Okay. Who is it? Mm. It's kind of difficult because there's a lot of celebrities that I don't really care for. Like, I thought that I really liked them, and then I'm like, oh, you know Wouldn't what? that make it easier then? Because then you don't have to think about it. Like, no. No, because no. then it opens up the, like my door to a whole bunch of other people. I would love to sit down and interview. I think Halsey would be up on my list. I would love to just chat with her. Casey Musgraves is another one that I think would be really cool to have a conversation with. I love Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't know that I'd ever have the time of day to sit down with Taylor Swift because I know her guard would be up due to, you know, certain situations with other radio DJs across the country that may or may not have led to a lawsuit. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I would love to have a conversation with her. Yeah. I just don't know how guarded she would be. Um, but I'd also love to chat with, um, like Justin Timberlake. I think he'd be a cool, cool guy. Hmm. Nah, RuPaul finally. I love RuPaul. I, I told that to Ashley. Now that I'm, uh, I'm telling, see, I'm hooked. I can't stop talking about the show. It's so good. I, I know it's so good. I now want to talk to somebody that uh, fascinating. So, so good. But other than that, Bo Burnham, I think it's super interesting. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Seth MacFarlane, because that dude does everything: mm-hmm. dance, sing, mm-hmm. act, voices, mm-hmm. direct. Bring it on. I'm trying to think of other like smaller quote-unquote influencer Shane Dawson no <laughs> yeah no. you could Shane Dawson Shane Dawson I could like not he did with Tana Mojo and everybody else I don't know that I could Shane Dawson Shane Dawson we're not talking about that name right now Jake Paul it is and you we're could do it right this time you know who I'd be able to talk who I'd love to talk to is Peter Mon. he's a YouTuber he does a lot of beauty YouTube drama Recall, stuff I know who he is I'm I'm explaining to you know other people that are listening they're like don't search who the him. H is You're that stuck Peter Mon is don't search incredible. Peter Mon. Peter Mon is incredible. I want to take this audio clip and post this on Twitter. Don't search for Brad Mondo. I love Brad Mondo. Don't do it. Brad Mondo, Peter Mon. Peter Mon's a sweetheart. Let me let me let me defend him. Love Peter Mon. Don't search for Brad Mon. He's rabbit hole. Done. Peter Mon's got like five five YouTube channels. By the way, I've got one for you. I have another friend who watches who watches Brad Mondo. Would you like to know what I told her about that? I said, if you watch Brad Mondo, you're either a train wreck or you enjoy watching train wrecks. Yes. Also that. It's Crushed true. It. It's true. Crushed Brad it. Mondo is just like so good. Brad Mondo comes on and he's always like, hi, beautiful. How are you? You look stunning today. I'm like, oh, thank you. I actually look like a potato, but I love you anyway. It's very kind of you. Again, Way I w- to speak self-love I will into say my soul. Peter Mond is a sweetheart. Ah, love. Doug, uh, the Brad Mont. The videos are entertaining, at least the first few, but you just rabbit hole. Oh, so good. Done. You're done. If anybody What's wants Brad to know Mondo? what's going on with any drama Afternoon's that's actually gone. like important, check out Peter Mont. I think you should interview YouTubers. I feel like you're more passionate about that it. than anything you said before. You know, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are. I'm very fascinated with YouTube because YouTube is now easily accessible, and so you don't have to move to LA to become a famous person right you just have the access in your living room and so it's really interesting because it's actually like opening the eyes of so many people to be able to like find people that are actually relatable instead of people that you know peter mons from indiana uh-huh. from yes me. he lives there right now <laughs> i love him sucks for him talk to my dad humid terrible
<laughs> Awful. Yeah, he keeps talking about how hot it is in his house, and he breaks out his OKSIS fan. Mm, humidity is no joke. Love. <laughs> ah, Peter! Peter! My- <laughs> what goodness does the AJ and McCall Facebook pages have for you today? VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave you with. And we choose it ourselves. So add AJ Knight, add McCall Taylor on Facebook for a possibility that it's you. McCall, what did you pick? Uh, I landed on my friend Todd, his post, and uh, it's a little political, but I live for it. (laughs) There's people who have conspiracy theories about masks and how the government's using surgical masks to control us. I can't deal with y'all. They literally assign each of us our own number. They make you pay taxes, register your property and your address. They know everything about you. And you think they're trying to control you by telling you literally not to spit on anyone else. What is wrong with you? I mean, I don't think that's political at all. I think it's just straight facts. I just, you know, it's like when people used to come into the bank and they used to tell me that they didn't want the government knowing what they did with their money. You pay taxes. About that. Like, (laughs) you know. Bad news, bro. You know that they... Like, you're using a debit card that's, like, associated with a bank account that's literally a number that's associated with your number. They gotcha. I just... Uh, mine okay. falls under the same line of thinking. It's a sign. I don't think you'll be able to tell where this sign is from because it says, Stay wicked far apart. I like it. <laughs> you can win. I like that. Good advice. Good advice. Stay wicked far apart, everybody. Okay. Don't forget to vote for Pock Knox. Pock Knox. <laughs> can't do it. Friday, we'll find out who wins, so vote for the parking spot that annoys you the most. It's on our social media, Utah's VFX. Safely submit your bad parking spot you find, Utah's VFX. All social media. Yep. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, all social media. And, of course, find the music, the blogs, uh, how to stream us online, get signed up for lunch with listeners, all at utahsvfx.com. Yep. So I'd like to think we've already applied a fair amount of advice already this morning, McCall. With, Maybe. You know, the being real about the mask and mm-hmm. staying wicked five hot. Uh-huh. So anything other, any other advice to leave with the people? Um, Besides don't spit on each other, which you already said. Please don't look right at the sun. Maybe wear sunglasses or something. It's bright out there. The sun is out. Correct. It's a little dark over that way, but the sun is out, so don't look straight at it. Just in case you forgot, the big yellow one is the sun. So until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.